Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This is Andy Raymond, Unfiltered the Blast, dating back to the game's inception in 1908. Only 41 players have played 300 first-grade games. This weekend, Mitchell Pearce joins that very exclusive club. Mitch, we the media and the fans talk it up, or what does it mean to you? Um, yeah, for me, it's just uh, it's obviously a proud week. Obviously, just um, more than anything, I just have appreciation when milestones come up. Um, I'd be able to think driving in when you the start of a week when you got your 300th and it's not something I think too much about yeah. milestones until it sort of comes up but yeah I, I just appreciation and, and a bit of gratitude that I've been able to do what I love with so many good people you know Robbie Lee's given my family a great life and it's given me a great life and um, yeah I just appreciate um, everything the game's given me. Knowing you and knowing the Pierce family as I do I would imagine it is equally as special for mum dad and the sisters. Yeah, it is. It's obviously a proud moment for the family, um, like it is for every one of the players. Families, every time the boys run out each week, that's what, you know, you ask most of the NRL players what their purpose is, and a lot of it's around family. So um, these sort of milestones, yeah, it's great just to – for me, it's it's great to run out and see your family and your your close friends and, and, and then share it together. When you look back over the journey, what stands out, mate? Is it the debut game? Because a lot of you guys – still remember that day as though it was yesterday. Yeah, the debut, to be honest, is starting to become a bit distant memory, which is not a, <laughs> a bit of a scary thing. I might have to get some, get a bit of a checkup. But, um, but uh, yeah, I can't believe how quick everything's gone. That's every. I remember having a chat with Craig Wing when I debuted, and uh, Wingy was obviously the senior player at the time, and I remember Wingy said to me how quick, guys, how, how quick, quick everything goes. I, I remember that conversation clearly, and um, it's true. It does go so fast. So. Um, yeah, the whole, the whole thing's been, um, the whole journey's been, been unreal. Like I said, so grateful I've been able to play footy for so long with so many good people and hopefully I've got uh, plenty of years left. Playing against the Tigers, you did so in game 150 as well, actually. Doing it on another milestone and the irony, of course, being dad's a, a Tigers legend. Yeah, it's quite funny how it's worked out, um, with the 150 and then also, um, the 300 against the Tigers, so. Yeah, there might be something deeper in that we might have to look into. <laughs> you, you and I probably aren't the two to go looking deep into anything, to be honest, mate. It's too early for that, Andy. You've got it. A lot of guys play because they're good athletes and good footballers. I remember coming to your place when you were a kid. You'd have a footy under one arm. You'd have your Andrew Johns DVD under the other. You just loved it. You just breathed it. Is it still the case? Yeah, it is, mate. Um, I, still, I still remember that Andrew Johns DVD. Yeah, I'd study his footwork, his kicking technique for uh, for hours. So thanks, Joey. Um, but yeah, look, I've uh, loved the game ever since I was a kid, and I still love it just as much. You know, I'm at my happiest when I've got a footy in the hand and talking about footy. So um, while ever I love it, I'll just keep playing it for as long as I can. You debuted in 2007. How much have you changed? How much has the game changed? Um, yeah, I'd like to think I've changed a bit in 15 years. <laughs> Mum might not say I have, but um, uh, the game's definitely gone through different phases. It's as yeah. hard as it's ever been now, I think, uh, especially okay. with the new rules. Um, yeah, I think each year, when you're young, it's it's different because you're obviously not as big. So physically, it's a bit harder in your early yeah. years. 
especially as a halfback, you're playing against a lot of bigger men and it's a bit of an eye-opener, uh, the physical side of it and the speed of it. And then you go through uh, – I've obviously been gone through a few transitions. Obviously, the wrestle that came yep. in with the Melbourne. with Melbourne. I was lucky I was playing at a Roosters team where our defence was, was top shelf. So that was a good pack to play behind, no doubt, for a fair few years there. And then, yeah, the rule changes that have come in over the last couple of years have sort of sped it up again. I couldn't believe how quick it was and how much – live ball there was in the game uh friday night for us so um yeah that's the exciting thing though every year there's a new challenge the new rules once everyone has adjusted to them do you think it caters towards the genuine footballer and perhaps maybe does add a year or two on if you look after your body yeah i think there's probably an argument to both points yeah everyone was sort of complaining about the amount of injuries last year and how that's going to restrict players so Touch wood, and I don't want to jinx myself. I've been really lucky with injuries, yeah. so um, yeah, I've got to thank the maybe the genetics for that. Dad's DNA there. Yep. Um, for the way I was put together, maybe I've, I've I've felt like I've always been quite lucky with injuries. So, um, but I think with the professionalism now and the way they look after your body, and a lot of training's becoming more about, especially as an older player, it's becoming more about looking after you and keeping you fresh. I think there's no doubt that you can play a little bit longer than probably, especially in the late. Yeah, in the 90s and 80s, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Mate, I think we can agree it hasn't always been a smooth journey. We'll leave it at that. But what do you learn about yourself as you you mature and mature in the spotlight, which is something that I don't envy? Yeah, look, it's um, I think it's probably more – there's no doubt that things are more highlighted when yeah. you're in a spotlight. But I said to someone just before that, you know, you've got to take the good with the bad. Um, there's plenty of compliments and so many good things that come your way. Yep. Rugby league, it's quite flat, uh, flattering sometimes. You know, you have, have a big win, and the amount of compliments you you and your teammates can receive, um, you know, it's, it's it's a great great thing to be a part of. And then obviously the other side of it is is, is the negativity yep. um, after losses and and you know things that you you know when you've done the wrong thing, you you've got to deal with that as well. It's all part and parcel, and um, I've never been one to be bitter. It's just a matter of copying your consequences and, and moving forward. 32 years of age in a couple of weeks' time, buddy. In terms of performance, we continually hear it's a younger man's game. But then Cameron Smith, he blows that theory out of the water. Have you peaked athletically and physically, do you believe? I don't know how to answer that because um, I still feel great within all the fitness drills and yep. um, speed. I don't feel um, too much different. Um, and I really believe a lot of it's mental as well. Yeah. Um, there's no doubt there's obviously science around yeah. slowing down as you get a bit older and your body can take a bit longer to recover. But I really believe um, it's, it's a mental thing. And I think as you get older, it's about managing your energy as much as you can. Mm. Uh, there's obviously ways to do that besides just running yourself into the ground. I, I like doing a fair bit of mindfulness stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, been reading a lot more around different things to sort of, yeah, all around that energy management. And I think if you can sort of um, try and work on things away from just running yourself into the ground, um, I think there's no doubt you can play for a bit for a bit longer. The Cameron Smith record, 430 games, unbelievable. Is it achievable? Have you done the maths? Um, I haven't, mate. To be honest, it seems like a long way away to be thinking about right now when I'm uh, got the the Tigers on Sunday. But yeah, um, look, I, like I said before, I'd love to play for as long as I can, and um, you know. Yeah, Cam Smith sent a, a, a very high benchmark, but yeah. um, if I'm still playing good footy and I'm, I'm healthy and fit, I'll, uh, I'll just keep swinging. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Let's look into the crystal ball for this weekend. 
Give us your perfect day. What would need to happen to make Game 300 the perfect one? Oh, mate, just a good win at home. Uh, it's going to be Sunday afternoon. Hopefully the weather clears up a little bit. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But, um, yeah, it's going to be hopefully a big crowd here at, at Newcastle. It's just the best stadium in the competition to play at, in my opinion. And, um, you know, I think you know, we started the season well, two wins. So if we can get a good win and, um, you know, we, all the boys are hugging after the game after a good win, I'll be happy. An amazing milestone, an amazing week ahead. Thanks for stopping in, Legend. Congratulations and good luck. Thanks, Andy. Appreciate it, mate.